toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you so much again for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. We are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. We are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. Consider becoming a Patreon supporter or a sponsor to help with the operating costs, like editing and the many hours we spend creating these shows with quality guests and content. And if you have resonated with our mission, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you are ready to release. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. Well, welcome listeners. I am really excited about our deeper dive topic uh, in this episode, and we are continuing the conversation around self-love, which as of this recording, we're in the month of February, and I feel like it is so pertinent to really focus in on this inner love so that we can authentically radiate that love out to others. So just a quick recap, and if you didn't catch our last episode on self-love, I would encourage you to listen to that. Uh, but we, Stacy and I really dived into this concept of like, what is self-love? And well, we realized, first of all, like what it is not, um, it is not selfish. Uh, it is not narcissistic or overindulgent, which can be 
a kind of a prevalent theme, I think, when people think of self-love. And I think for me personally, it can be very practical. There are practical things that I do uh, throughout my day and my week, such as like self-massage, such as dates with myself, you know, doing something fun and enjoyable and not necessarily for a specific outcome or goal, but things that I do for myself that are, I think, above and beyond self-care that shows myself that I am I am worthy, uh, I am deserving of doing certain things so that I can be that authentic self. And I get to know myself a little bit better. And I think that's one of the journeys that I'm on in this lifetime is to know myself deeply and to love myself deeply. And so we're continuing this conversation because after we are working towards, and it's a daily practice, at least it is for me, this daily practice of self-love. So how can we radiate that to others, whether that's loved ones, whether that's people we just meet at the store, acquaintances, those types of individuals, and then even further out, like into the world to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, which is our mission here at Be The Love Podcast. This is such a beautiful topic because really, you know, when we start to focus on ourselves and really come from a place of loving ourselves and knowing ourselves, we also start showing up differently in relationships. And it's so important to recognize how we show up. And when we start to really tune in to ourselves in, in, in a loving way, we can be a lot more discerning of what kind of maybe people that we want to allow into our lives or the energy that we want to allow in our lives. And we don't get pulled by other people's demands or influences because we're coming from a centered place. And so, you know, part of loving ourselves is being able to set boundaries and recognizing that we're not going to, you know, we don't need to show up and, and please anybody because we are, you know, listening to what's really important for our own soul. And we allow that space to see what feels good and what doesn't feel good. And that's so important because, you know, we can have people will come into our lives and it's important to recognize like what is, you know, the energy that is being exchanged? Is it a place of reciprocity? Is it a place of wanting to um, give to them because there, there's a pattern there that we've always had, you know, so it's really being able to show up in, in a loving way and to feel into that and and really honor our own boundaries and what what feels good. Mm. I love that you brought up the the concept of discernment. And for me that was that was huge because once I had the self-love practices within I could discern for myself the practices that I felt worked the best for me and it's it's different for every person and really what didn't work and just let those aside and that translates into relationships directly so when i can figure out in my own body and in my own mind uh what i do want to allow in that energy that you are talking about the reciprocity and the energy that i don't think is 
serving me well, that translates into relationships. The people that I, you know, encounter, do I allow them in to come into my energetic field? And is, is that a wise choice for me? And I'm not saying we always have that ability. Like sometimes family members, they, they come in when they come in. We don't always have that mm -hmm. choice, but I can also, um, when I am, you know, I hate to say forced, but when I do have to engage with people that maybe I wouldn't necessarily choose, I can protect myself, uh, whether that's just as simple as not engaging in as deep of a conversation or just listening to that person and then sending them loving energy, um, even if we're not, you know, on, on the same page or not in the same belief system. And that's okay. I don't have to take it on. And I think that's where the discernment um, is, is really, I think, crucial to have healthy relationships. Like who do we allow into our space that we trust? Have we built that trust with them? And who's a kind of like wait and see, or, you know what, just for right now, this isn't a healthy person for me to allow in. Um, and, and so I love that you brought up that, uh, how self-love translates into discernment. Absolutely. I, you know, I think that's so important and it kind of follows along with the same, you know, in the same space as vulnerability, right? Because mm -hmm. we are, you know, I think there's such a need for wanting to share and having deep relationships. And this is a theme that I know for myself, like I really thrive on deep connected relationships where I can be completely vulnerable and share and have someone also provide safe space for me to do that. And, you know, I can provide the same safe space, but it's really an important thing that, you know, when we discern where we can open up with someone else who's also going to provide that safe space. And that's, you know, about honoring ourselves and trusting ourselves to know what feels good and when we can be vulnerable. And it takes time. It takes time to build these relationships, you know? And so I know there's a common theme that a lot of people might have that they want to open up so quickly because they feel connected with people or someone, which is great. But then they then there's this shame that comes up with opening up too much because this person didn't like respect their space. And, you know, we live in such a instant gratification society where we want those relationships, but we're not discerning who we're opening up to our most vulnerable thoughts and feelings, which is so important to have to really honor ourselves in such a deep way. Yes, I'm I'm so grateful that you brought up this idea of time and patience. Uh, it's it's not a trendy thing in our instant gratification mm -hmm. world. I I get that. And it's it's really it's work. Like I I don't mean to like de-glamorize the whole idea of love and and romance. I mean, I can I can only speak, you know, personally I've been married now for 25 years and I tell people, "Man, if I knew 25 years ago, how much work 
it was going to be with my husband and I working on our relationship and, and doing like the similar self-care and self-love practices that I do for myself. I extend that, I radiate that. And we do that as a couple, like we have dates and, you know, we, we do things that fill our cups, uh, not for necessarily a specific goal, but just that we know that this, this is going to keep that momentum and the energy of our relationship. And that just takes time, lots of time and patience. Cause you know, honestly, I can't say, you know, the, in these 25 year, years of marriage, it's all been rainbows and glitter and all the things. There's been some really, really challenging times um, where we've had to like dig in and get to the root of, you know, the personal issue with each one of us and then be able to work on that together. And yeah, time and patience, although not glamorous, like crucial for sure. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I think, you know, it's important to recognize, I mean, how much time it really takes to get to know somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and right now I know there's so many people trying to find that quote perfect person or that idealistic love, you know, and they're on these dating apps and, and, you know, me included, I've been on dating apps, you know, I'm single and I, but I see this pattern of people going on and it's like this swipe right, swipe left, you know? And, and so there's like all that this, okay, I'm going to go to this like fast food industry of dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like this instant gratification. If I'm going to go, you know, on this date, you know, I know, I know lots of people, like people who do serial dating. Right. And so they'll go on and they'll, they'll go and have like, you know, five or six dates a week, you know, because they want to find somebody or they just want maybe that connection. But it's like that instant gratification of going out on these serial dates, but not really building those connections or they'll become really connected with someone for a month or or so. And then they'll fall in love and and then this person will ghost them and they'll never hear from them again. And they thought there was like this deep connection. And so, you know, but it's, it's so important to recognize how these relationships are, you know, it's so important because it takes time, it takes time to get to know someone. We can't say fall in love in a month. You, I mean, that's really unrealistic, you know, because that does take time, you know, and years of like dedication and commitment. And so, I I feel like we have to really build these relationships. And I just want to also share a story because it's my, I have a friend and we've been friends for about 30 years and I've known her since junior high school. And we've been like, you know, we've kind of uh, ebbed and flowed throughout our lives and in different aspects. And she was actually just (laughs) <laughs> so funny because she read, read me this letter I wrote to her from, I think I was like about 18 or 19 years old. So this oh. was like, <laughs> and we used to write back and forth when I, I moved away for like a year. And um, back when we actually wrote handwritten <laughs> letters, right? Yes. Even before email. Oh my gosh. We, we are dinosaurs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that kind of dates me, but yeah. <laughs> It's, it was so funny, but you know, this person has seen me as friend, my soul sister, she has seen me through every, like, or so many of the aspects of my life, the hard stuff, the, you know, the fun stuff, the, you know, all of the stuff, but, you know, we, 
we've, we use this app called Voxer. And so even though we can't see each other very often, I probably see her like, I don't know, like three or four times a year, honestly, she's like a single mom. So we've got our different lives going, but we like Vox almost every day. And mm. so we're sharing our most vulnerable aspects and, you know, we'll be processing things that are really deep. And I was sharing something with her today or yesterday about um, something that was coming up for me. And, um, but she messaged me and, and she said exactly what I needed to hear mm. because she knows me so well. And it was just like, these are the relationships that we, you know, it takes time to build. But when you have someone that knows you so well, and you can be completely vulnerable, and we've created this safe space, and we call it our safe, you know, our sacred sister circle, um, <laughs> our sacred sister space that we have. And it feels so good because she, you know, we know each other that well, and, and we're able to really validate and provide safe space and it's not a space that we go into like complain about things although maybe there might be you know some of that because we want to process but we're sure. like looking at the higher you know perspectives of things so it's a it's a healthy balance of okay this is my part in this and you know what what am I seeing or not seeing and we're so open to feedback and I just love that how what we've created and I feel mm. like we are all like craving that. I know I was, yes. I mean, I can't, I can't say all cause I don't want to generalize, but I feel like there is that depth that is so needed and necessary yeah. when you have like, you know, sisters or brothers, you know, people that you can really connect with on that level. Yeah. I, I do really think though that building of trust and safety within relationships is, I think it's crucial for our mental and emotional well-being. Like, I, I honestly don't know of anyone who is very isolated and is deeply and authentically, you know, happy. And I don't mean that in a flippant way, but I mean, I've said this before, but like humans, we are just energetically designed to, to be in community. And over the years, I know I've, I've intentionally looked for community, like your friend where I can be vulnerable and it is a safe place to do that. I wanted to circle back just a little bit when you mentioned about the dating apps and being ghosted. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm kind of like drawing this back, like, yes, we definitely need those uh, intimate relationships and friendships to, it's as a healing process. And then there's this aspect of, well, what if it doesn't work out? Or what if it gets to the point of being ghosted? And I mean, I personally haven't had this in a, a dating app, romantic relationship kind of way, but definitely with friendships. You know, I'm like, I've had it where I'm reaching out, I'm reaching out, and it's very one sided. And then I just I don't hear back. Like either the phone calls aren't returned, or the emails are neglected. And so that can be really difficult. Uh, for me, because then when I'm not in a deep self-love practice for myself, I start thinking, am I not worthy? Like, am I not worth the time and energy in this friendship? And that can just be a, kind of a head trip, I think. And so I just want to address this to our listeners. Like, if you find that you're the one always extending 
or if you find that you're getting ghosted more often, I would say circle back to the self. Like, what's the energy? And I'm not saying that it's our fault by any means, but I do think there is a level of discernment, like we mentioned before, and ownership of, okay, do I feel worthy of receiving relationships? Am I willing to be vulnerable? Uh, am I willing to put the time and effort into building that safety and trust in a relationship? And just to have that like inner work, I think is also really important as well. But I'd be curious, Stacey, like, what are your thoughts on like being ghosted? And when that's happened, like, how, how do you process through that? Because I think that's, that's can be triggering for many people. Yeah, I think that's a really great question, because I think it, it happens so often for people. And it's, it's such a common theme. You know, my, my thoughts are, you know, to certainly not internalize it, because, you know, someone else is maybe ghosting for reasons beyond what, you know, they might be able to comprehend. I right. honestly think there's like, you know, some sort of um, energy of attachment, you know, sometimes there's, you know, avoiding anxious attachment energy going on, someone will push, someone will pull, and, and there's like, you know, this ebb and flow of energy. And so when we maybe push too much in a relationship, it can, you know, trigger someone else's wounds, you know, and they can maybe pull away. And so, I think that, you know, can that that's happening a lot because um, we do have a lot of maybe anxious attachment on the spectrum and it is a spectrum. I think we we all can really have those energies. Um, it's just really owning where are we in the that relationship. And then, yeah, coming back to the self, like how are we like honoring ourselves in the relationship? And, you know, is there a sense of maybe that uh, desperation of needing yeah. someone else's approval or needing, you know, quote, needing love, you know, right. and where are we not filling our own love up? And so then that can push someone else away. Sure. I was going to say like, where, where are we giving our power away? Hmm. And I know I've fallen into that trap a lot in that external validation. It kind of like we mentioned in the last episode around self-love, like how, how am I giving my power away to too much really? And that I'm not taking ownership of, you know, feeling that it is my birthright. I am deserving to fill myself with love and compassion and kindness. And we can do that in so many ways. And so that's kind of what like triggered for me. It was like, oh, how how is someone or myself giving our power away? And what can we do to really stand firm? Uh, and which kind of leads into um, how do we radiate in a practical way, radiate that this inner love that we've cultivated ourselves and do that authentically outward and at the grocery store and just having a quick but kind conversation. Yes, absolutely. I think, you know, when we really show up for ourselves and, you know, we are confident and, and that will come across, right? When you are connected to yourself and when you are worthy of your own love and you can feel that, that 
gentle, quiet confidence exudes mm. outward. And so it can really, people feel that energy. Yeah. And yeah, standing in a grocery store, you know, smiling to somebody, you know, and allowing that energy to, to exude outward you know, by sometimes just, yeah, giving a smile or asking someone how they're doing, you know, connecting with the cashier, you know, and, and because those conversations are, are meaningful. And sometimes, you know, people don't receive that kind of connection and they're that's very true. I say that's, that's very true. Like when, when someone is totally present with me and they're like looking me in the eyes and like nothing else exists for them. And it's just, it's magic, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's magic. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was in the grocery store yesterday and I was, you know, and I could tell that the cashier was like rushing me through and, and like really, you know, they they asked me how I was doing. And I, I looked him in the eye, like, cause I was trying to be very present. I was like, I'm doing really well. How are you? And, and they, you know, were again rushing and then they were like, okay, have a great day. And like, they gave me my bags and I'm like, and I looked her in the eye and I was just very like still for a moment. I was like, I hope you have a really wonderful day. And, you know, and she's just like, but that energy, like it took her out of that rush that she had to get through. And I got that she was like busy, but I was trying not to be pulled by her energy because she was super feeling really rushed in that moment. So mm -hmm. I think those moments really people, they remember and they feel that energy. Yeah, I think so too. And then we can even extend that out even further. If a person feels called to either work with or donate to a nonprofit organization where that same love, you know, radiates out even further into the world. So that would be my other encouragement to our listeners. Is there a particular nonprofit? And it doesn't necessarily have to be like a defined organized one, but something where you don't know uh, the people that you are affecting necessarily, at least maybe not on a very personal level, but it's extending that vibrational patterns of love and abundance and generosity. And that's like, that's how we bring healing into the world. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we can just come from a heart-centered place and, and give from that place. Yeah. And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you have enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your family and friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes and Spotify, or liking us on Facebook. And if you haven't heard, we are so excited to announce the Awaken Your Soul Costa Rica Retreat. It's November 6th through the 12th of 2023. We would love to have you join us for a beautiful and vibrational raising experience. Check out the webpage with details and registration in the show notes. And I am Brenda Carey. As a holistic healer, I offer coaching and online programs to guide people in their sacred path to vibrant health. Check out my website. It's sacredpathyogaandreiki.com. And I'm Stacey Musial. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in whole person, deep soul healing. And you can find out more about my work, my book, programs, and our Costa Rica retreat at awakenyourempoweredsoul.com. We will add those to the show notes. And please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with a monthly donation that helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love.
To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. And stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.